We'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for October 13th, 2013. And uh, the next, we're going to switch gears now. Next report is entitled, High-Ranking Military Officers Fired by Obama, First Time in U.S. History. Are these the ones that won't cooperate with the impending martial law? And so there's been a lot of chatter up on the internet about this as well, this particular story, as well as the one we just covered in the first part. And there's a video here entitled, Pentagon Cleaning House, Are These the Ones That Won't Cooperate with Impending Martial Law? This is something that's been ongoing and happening for years now, literally. Purging the bad, not bad, the good, uh, high-level military brass generals, colonels, these types of things, the ones that they know are not going to want to go along with martial law or would um, try to throw monkey wrenches into things when that goes down. They want to have their nice corrupt military officials already in place, their lackeys that will do whatever they're told to do. And that's what they're doing right, and that's also something that's been ongoing for years, literally. But I think it's it's because they're really wanting to get the show on the road this has been um, ramped up, this effort here. Okay, so this little video here, it's a little over two minutes, is uh, we're ABC Diane Sawyer. I mean, it doesn't get any more mainstream than this, and uh, they even get into this particular subject, obviously not from the angle I'm going to approach it from, but this will give you a little bit of an overview. And a good evening to you on this Friday night, and we start with a developing story, a shakeup at the highest levels of the U.S. military. A top general in charge of nuclear weapons fired, and this comes 48 hours after another top military commander was dismissed. ABC's chief global affairs correspondent Martha Raddatz has been talking to her sources all day, has the very latest on what's happening right now. Martha. Diane, these officers have some of the highest security clearances you can get and have been in charge of the nation's most sensitive nuclear arsenals. A stunning chain of events. Today, Michael Carey, the two-star general responsible for the nation's three intercontinental ballistic missile wings, fired from his command. The reason? Personal misbehavior on a military business trip. This comes just 48 hours after President Obama himself relieved the number two in command over the nation's nuclear arsenal over his suspected use of counterfeit poker chips. Counterfeit poker chips suspected, and the other guy, some misbehavior issue. The two highest guys in charge of nukes in America. Oh, and these are the charges that all of a sudden come out, all within a 48-hour period. Two totally separate guys. Generals. I mean, come on. You you got Obama, who's a, uh, I mean, if you brought out you know, one one hundredth of the skeletons in that guy's closet, you know, <laughs> he'd be in the electric chair for 30 days. And they, evidently, that's all they could get on these generals, though. Okay, and that's not even probably something that is even true. It was it sounds like something that's totally contrived and made up. So how convenient all this happens within this short period of time. 
These follow an alarming string of general officers losing their jobs this year for inappropriate behavior, misconduct, or lack of leadership. And again, we have the most vile, evil devils in high political offices now that probably the world has ever known. I mean, totally demon-possessed, satanically controlled um, people, Obama being pretty much at the head. And it's like, oh, evidently Satan wants to give us a morality lesson now. And he's going to show, by purging all of these terrible, terrible generals that evidently aren't carrying on with the the, uh, satanic agenda that they need to be carrying on with. And they're going to have the audacity to accuse them of all these morality issues (laughs) when the reality is it's like, you know, again, it's like Satan giving a Bible study. It's just, the hypocrisy and irony is just off the scale. Marine Corps generals fired less than two weeks ago for not providing proper force protection in Afghanistan. An Army Brigadier General relieved of duty for adultery. An Army Two-Star General fired for groping a civilian. And in March, a Navy One-Star removed for racially insensitive comments and abusive leadership. Last spring, the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff was so concerned about all the high-profile cases, he sent a letter to Pentagon Brass urging a commitment to ethical leadership. The Navy has been the most aggressive in taking its officers to task. At least 16 commanders have been fired this year. The bad news is how much this is happening, Diane. But the good news is that the services are taking action. All right, Martha Raddatz reporting in tonight. Thank you, Martha. And now the other big story out of Washington. Okay, so they're urging all of these, these 16 commanders in total and all of this uh, urging the Pentagon to maintain ethical leadership. It, contrast that in, in regard to the last story we just covered, where we have the ultra-black DARPA defense, you know, Department of Defense there actively plotting the deaths of millions, if not billions of people through these... these um, uh, essentially nanorobots that have been in the food and the water supply most likely since 95. Yeah, then you could just look at the, the vaccine agenda. You could look at the chemtrail agenda. You could look at them putting fluoride in the water. You know? You could look at them putting chlorine in the water and then all the other garbage they put in the water and the food supply. The GMO crops. All these different ways they're trying to kill us. Okay? And... They're going to have the audacity to say, oh, you, you, you use some bad poker chips. And you've been a naughty boy. You've had some bad behavior. And they're plotting all of these other unbelievably off-the-scale, malevolent, nefarious plots against... And all of a sudden, they're going to give us a morality lesson. I love it. I mean, I, I just can't get enough of it. You know, it's just... <laughs> I love to contrast things, you know, about this. So... I don't believe for one second any of this garbage that they're feeding us. These are guys they needed moved out of the way, most likely. I see the Pentagon is probably the most corrupt, evil faction of our government. Remember the story I did not too long ago, the report I've done, and I've I've covered this on all of the child pornography that has been recorded, downloaded from the Pentagon itself? All of the, I mean, it was into the thousands of people. Nobody's being prosecuted for it, though. Nobody. What about that? Is that considered 
non-ethical... Be- no, no, that's fine behavior. That's all good. Child pornography, you can download... In fact, we're not going to prosecute you for it or nothing. We're just going to sweep it under the rug. But don't you dare use some some, some bad poker chips. Or you're, you're out of here. Hopefully you can see what a farce this whole thing is. Okay? And you got the Pentagon, which if you look at a five-pointed star, okay, let's say you draw a five-pointed star, what you have in the middle, if you took away all the points, is a, is a, is the Pentagon. Is a Pentagon, not a pentagram, but the Pentagon. It's the literal center of a five-pointed star. Okay, five-pointed star, one of the most powerful symbols in witchcraft. If a, if a white witch wears it, they'll wear it with the, um, point up. If a black witch wears one, they'll use it with the point down. If it's a pentagram, it's a pentacle in a circle, which is typically what you see. They'll cast these on the ground, they'll summon demons, they also use hexagrams, okay, it depends on what they're trying to accomplish. Hexagram's even more wicked of a symbol, okay, six-pointed star. But if you take the center part out of a pentagram or a pentacle, a pentacle would just be a a five-pointed star without the circle around it. If you take just the center part, let's say you draw a star on a piece of paper, and you take the center part out, what you're left with is a pentagon. That's why they call it the pentagon. It's wicked. It's evil. The architecture of Washington, D.C. is evil beyond anything you could imagine. If you're not familiar with that, key in riddles in stone on YouTube, or go up to Cutting Edge and order it, And they'll show you a sampling of how wicked and evil the absolute layout of Washington, D.C. was. That it was literally designed by a high-level occultist. Um, All of the unbelievable occult architecture in Washington, D.C. And this is why it is the capital. The District of Columbia. The goddess Columbia. Okay, she's a goddess. The same, basically, goddess as the Statue of Liberty. Libertas is is what her name actually is in goddess form. I mean, have you seen the cap like the Capitol building, the the woman on top of it? That's Columbia. That's why they call it the District of Columbia. That's the goddess Columbia. The 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 the, the highest level Freemason building, the Grand Whatever building, where every thirty third degree Mason has to go to get commission to be a thirty third degree Mason, is like thirteen blocks due. I don't know. It's like either due north or due south of the Capitol building. 13 blocks, 13 rebellion, it's it's all tied together. You literally have to drink, um, I, I believe it's either, I think it's wine out of a human skull. Might be blood, I don't know, in order to be a 30, 30 degree Freemason. Just ask Billy Graham, he's one of them. Oh, sorry. Did you know that? Billy Graham was one? He was actually up on the famous Freemasons of Louisiana until some of the Christians got wind of it and they, and they took it down. But then some people put a mere sight up of it. 33rd degree female. Most of the, the presidents and these types are, are that. So, you know, that is the center for literal uh, political absolute zenith, for political wickedness. We've got, you know, um, the Washington Monument, the, the largest Egyptian phallus symbol, which is a phallic symbol, on the planet there. I mean, that's phallic worship. There is nothing good about an obelisk. Okay, it is, you know what it's symbolic of. I'm not even going to say it. And the where did that all start? Egypt? There's one in the Vatican. 
I mean, there's one in the Vatican Square there. That's like one of the second largest ones. We got the biggest one, though, in Washington, D.C. All of this wicked architecture and things that go on. The spiritual um, epicenter for all of this wickedness that's going on in Congress, in the Senate, in in the Oval Office, and all of this stuff. It's an absolute occult hotbed. And no wonder such wickedness emanates from that place. Then you look at Washington, D.C. itself. It's one of the highest crime rates of any city in America. Unbelievable off the scale, the gangs there. I mean, I've heard stories of, of the um, families you know, in, in the uh, inner city parts and these putting their children to bed, and, and what they have to do is they have to put them in, um, um, to bed in the bathtubs because there's so many drive-by shootings that you know, children were getting killed in their beds from all the bullets flying through the walls. That's Washington, D.C., you know, all of the wick, sick, twisted, perverted stuff that goes on there, the homosexual behavior and all of the other stuff. I mean, it's off the scale. So I just find it funny that we're getting a morality lesson now from Obama and all of the these people that are having to purge all of these wicked generals and, and people in high places out, you know. When reality is, is what they're doing behind closed doors is so much more horrific and off the scale that you would never even want to even, you know, I mean, to know about it, but you certainly certainly wouldn't want to lay eyes on what these people are doing behind closed doors. Because the Bible talks about, you know, putting no wicked thing before my eyes and these types of things because, you know, it's incomprehensible. So, this goes on to say, are these men standing between us and martial law? They have been fired over various things ranging from sexual harassment to lack of trust. One th- now, these are all allegations, okay? One thing they all have in common is their combat roles. The first one, I'm just going to reiterate a few on these ge- on these generals that were fired. General Major Michael Carey, this is the, one of the main ones, uh, Commander, 20th Air Force, he was in charge of 9,600 people and 450 ICBMs, which stands for Intercontinental Ballistic Missile. Okay? Nuclear warheads. He was in charge of 450 of these. Um, at three operational wings and served in operations Iraqi Freedom and Enduring Freedom, it lists 13 major awards he has received. Vice Admiral Tim Giardina, he was the second in command. Uh, Deputy Commander of the United States Strategic Command, his most recent command assignment was as Commander Submarine Group Trident. Trident submarines have nuclear warheads on them. I'm not saying all, but I think most, if not all. Um, and uh, he was responsible for all 18 U.S. Trident submarines. And then it lists all of this awards this guy's got. Uh, Navy Distinguished Service Medal, Legion of Merit, six awards, Defense Meritorious Service Medal, Meritorious Service Medal, two awards, Joint Service Commendation Medal, two awards, Navy and Marine Corps uh, Commendation Medal, four awards, Navy and Marine Corps Achievement Medal, three awards, and various campaign and unit awards. Um, sounds like these guys were pretty highly decorated. Does that mean I think they were perfect? No. But, I mean, this is the guy that got kicked out for using false poker chips? <laughs> I mean, what? Obama's over here having, you know, ever since he's been a state senator, you know, having, having homosexual gay sex with, with his lovers, and it, he was so flagrant about it that they actually named a room at one of these gay bathhouses in Chicago after him. 
I'm not even going to tell you what the name was. I probably said it before. I probably shouldn't have said it. I mean, and the gay population in Chicago was shocked when he started running for president because they're like, no, there's no way. This guy's a flaming homosexual. And then all of a sudden, his gay lovers all start dropping dead. And the ones he's done coke with and, and he's hired as prostitutes, they all start dropping dead. Isn't that convenient? <laughs> that's okay, though. That's all, that's all fine. That's all good, solid American, you know, apple pie and Chevrolet behavior, evidently. You know? Baseball, apple pie, and Chevrolet, sorry. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's all fine. Meanwhile, this guy is getting kicked out for using supposedly false poker chips. <laughs> oh, there, there's no paradox. There, there's there's no hypocrisy. There's none. Okay, and then the other guy, Major General C.M.M. Gerganus, uh, Commander Regional. He's another one that just fired. Regional Command, Southwest First Marine Expeditionary Force in Afghanistan. Wars include Defense Service. Superior Service Medal, Legion of Merit with Valor, Meritorious Service Medal. Now, they were receiving multiples of these. That He received Legion of Merit with Valor, two awards, Meritorious Service Medal, three awards, Joint Service Commendation Medal, Navy Commendation Medal, Navy Achievement Medal, Combat Action Ribbon. Hopefully, these are obviously real awards these guys were really earning, and I have no reason to think this is not the case. Okay. You think Obama ever got anything like this? <laughs> Next one, Major General Greg Strudevant. He was another one just fired. Director of Strategic Planning Policy for U.S. Pacific Command, Commander of Aviation Wing at Camp Bastion, Afghanistan. Awards include Defense Superior Service Medal, two of those. Legion of Merit, Bronze Star, Meritorious Service Medal, two of those. Air Medal with Gold Star um, and Strike Force Strike Flight Numeral, two of those. Navy and Marine Corps Accommodation Medal, two of those. Navy and Marine Corps Achievement Medal and Good Conduct Medal. These guys sound like a bunch of slime bags. I mean, what do you think? I'm just kidding. But I'm saying, I mean, (laughs) here we have Obama, the biggest evil, most perverted dude, most pro-abortion, on-record, pro-homosexual, uh, senator and president we have ever, ever, ever had on record. Done more to destroy this country. Done more legal things. I mean, the list I saw the other day of all the things he's done in office that has been evil, it was literally so long. If I was to try to cover it, it would take me at least ten parts to a study. It would probably be three weeks long to try to cover all the evil he's done just in his... Since he's been in office. And that's okay though. That's all good. Because you know why? That's all sanctioned by Satan. And if you're evil, you will be rewarded. If you do evil, you will be rewarded. That's why when I see these guys being canned, I know that they must be doing something or were trying to do something right. Or they knew that these guys were not going to play ball when the orders were given to start shooting on Americans, rounding up Americans, mass extermination of Americans. I, you know, that that's that's the the um, the world we're living in. Here's the next one: Brigadier General Brian Roberts um, took command of Fort Jackson, 2011. Was on the fast track towards his second star. He was served as Iraq as a commanding officer, Second Brigade Combat Team. Um, was Deputy Commanding General in U.S. Army Recruiting. They don't really list anything more about him, but, I mean, I'm looking at his 
chest full of medals, and I just don't think they got them all, okay, on this one. Because he's obviously had tons and tons and tons of things as well. Okay, next guy, Major Ralph Bader. Again, chest full of medals, but they don't list them. They stop, you know, listing them. He was a commander of Joint Task Force Hornet Camp Lemonier in Djibouti, Africa. Then Rear Admiral Charles Gayette. Uh, carrier commander, this carrier strike group, again, chest full of medals, um, but they don't list a lot of the stuff that he's done. Um, he was commander carrier strike group. He most recently served as deputy commander, U.S. Naval Forces, U.S. Central Command. 2003, he was awarded the Vice Admiral James Bond Stockdale Award for Inspirational Leadership. He is a recipient for various personal decorations and unit awards. Now, I, then you can look at, if you want to... Um, know more about this. You have the, the thing that just came out last night. Radio host Michael Savage calls for answers over missing nuke report. Okay? So, these there's been all these missing nukes, these reports that have went on. Okay? Alex Jones has been covering it, but I'm leery about playing a lot of stuff from Jones anymore. Um, just because there's been so many whatever red flags with, and I'm not saying his information is all bad, okay? I'm just saying that there's a lot of red flags about Jones himself that I've covered in the past. Well, Michael Savage is, is even up there now calling for answers about this missing nuke report. And this is the thing with the Senator Lindsey Graham announcing not too long ago about that, you know, all of these things that happened. Now, I'm going to play a little bit of this actual thing that uh, Michael Savage is talking about here, so you can kind of get a, a little bit of an overview. And this is probably the very reason that all of, or at least several of these generals were fired. And it could have been over this missing nuke that just happened within the last um, time frame that we're looking at here. Okay, so I'm going to play this um, some clips of this Michael Savage interview here. And um, he's posing this. Now, Alex Jones has a huge interview, two of them. I just don't have time today to get into all of that. But I just thought it was noteworthy that we mentioned, I mean, just the corruption in government. I mean, you look at the part one of this teaching alone, and you realize, you know, this active, unbelievable plot. I mean, even if you didn't believe any of that, the vaccination thing by itself, just all of the things that vaccines do to us and how they're going to be used to absolutely, totally depopulate the earth. I mean, even even um, Bill Gates has admitted it during those TED conferences that he said, if we do a really good job on vaccinations and other things, we'll be able to reduce the world population by whatever. I mean, he admitted it right there at, at TED, you know? So, I mean, that is TED conferences those guys speak at. So, I mean, even if you didn't believe the first part, there is an active, total depopulation thing set in motion. It has been stated over and over by the highest levels of the global, uh, satanically possessed elite going back decades and decades and decades. So, anyway, we'll go ahead and play this. We're asking a simple question. Why has Obama purged the top nuclear commanders from our military? Vice Admiral uh, Tim Giardina and Major General Michael Carey were thrown out over nothing. Now, there's only one one site again that's talking about it. It's the same site that talked about the killing of the unarmed black woman in Washington two weeks ago. Remember, if they can kill an unarmed black woman, execute her after removing the baby from a car, and then shoot her to death, 
without one word from the phony reverends or from the useless Pravda media, what does that tell you they can do to anybody in this country? So now they're purging the military. They're whacking people for no reason whatsoever. So let's talk about that a little bit. That um, poor black lady that, you know, drove up and and, um, had that confrontation or whatever in front of the White House and was on, you know, SSRIs or whatever, these, uh, you know, mind-altering drugs like Prozac or Paxil or whatever. I don't exactly know what she was taking. But they can go and literally, the car got stuck. They... She did not, she was not armed. Now, when it first broke, it said she was firing at them. I'm like, yeah, she's firing at them with a baby in the car. Okay, she's probably on SSRIs, which makes you, you know, just who knows what kind of devils were operating through that pharmacia sorcery drugs. I mean, it's a proven fact. They, by themselves, can, you know, make you go totally crazy. They have a huge demonic component. And she flees, the car gets stuck. They surround her, get the baby out of the car, and then fill her full of lead. Blow her away, unarmed. That's okay, though. That's all fine. And then, and then the, uh, I believe it was the Congress, has the audacity to give the, the uh, security forces there around D.C. this standing ovation. Oh, they protected them from, from those, this unbelievable um, single mother black menace that was going to annihilate everybody, evidently, and go through there and systematically go through and blow everybody away, even though she didn't have a weapon. That's, that's the brave new world we're living in. Top new commanders terminated following missing nuclear warheads report is the headline on PrisonPlanet.com. That's Alex Jones's website. He's the only one covering this. I just found it by Anthony Gucciardi. And here's what they say. Two of the top nuclear commanders within the United States have now been terminated following the exclusive high-level military leak report by Alec Jones and myself regarding the secret and unsigned nuclear weapons transfer from Dias Air Force Base to South Carolina. Disturbingly, the high-level suspensions from top generals within the military establishment are not the only red flags to follow the leaked report. Here's, here's a strange sentence. Even before it was announced that the second highest nuke commander in the U.S. was suspended on the same day of the secret nuke transfer just, de- just weeks later, it was Senator Lindsey Graham who went on record hours after our report in saying that a nuclear attack could come to South Carolina in the event that we did not move militarily against Syria and Iran, pushing even harder to action against both Iran and Syria. What is this? What has Lindsey Graham got to do with this? Lindsey Graham is a very strange, dangerous individual in my estimation. He looks strange, he talks strange, he acts strange, he votes strange, he's a warmonger like McCain, both of them are crazy, both of them jump to Obama's every bark. So what are they talking about here? What do you mean transferring nuclear weapons to South Carolina? What is that about? What, why would they transfer nuclear weapons from these western bases, like Iron Mountain bases in essence, to South Carolina. What are they doing? I don't know what they're doing. I have no idea. Top nuke commanders terminated following missing nuclear warheads report? Where'd the nuclear warheads go? Why would they go to North Carolina? 
Well, that's something for another novelistic uh, scenario. Perhaps you'd like to use your mind tonight. If not, there's always sports. There's entertainment. There's the Real Housewives of uh, any city in America. Join the Savage Nation. So he goes on then during the interview, and um, I apologize for the whole rock thing there, but um, it gets a lot worse with his goes into another intro. But um, it goes on for about another 14 minutes. No, I'm sorry, about 12 minutes. And he has people calling in, and they're giving theories. And then there's the report with Alex Jones um, interviewing that Anthony Gucciardi, and they go into it as well. And it's called Missing Nuke Investigation. And all these guys are being being terminated after this thing in um, South Carolina. And it might have been where Obama is wanting to stage a false flag nuclear event on American soil in order to get martial law, in order to get whatever he's trying to get. And a lot of these generals are like, we're not playing ball with this. We're, we're, we're not going to do this. So, okay, that's fine. You're terminated. We'll trump up some charge about you, even if you're squeaky clean, and you're gone. That makes more sense than any other scenario that I've seen. And that's exactly what I believe has happened. Okay. Essentially, we have Satan incarnate at the head of this country. And I understand Obama is like a puppet on the string. Ultimately, he's a puppet of Satan. Okay, But he is the one they've put in that position in order to give these types of orders. And granted, he may just be following orders, but still, he is the one. And um, we've got purely satanic incarnate evil leading this country right now. So you're just going to have evil thing after evil thing transpiring unfortunately. So I give you the links to these if you want to if you want to know more about this if you haven't heard about this I give you the links to both the Alex Jones and in the full Michael Savage thing there so you can explore that further. It's just that, you know, I'm only on page 5 of a 32 page study right now and um I, I just can't cover it all. Um and this is going to be at least four parts today, if not five or six, so most likely. Um, but you never know. Who knows? Okay, next report. Obama. This is entitled Obama. Time for Americans to embrace my dictatorship in their own slavery or else. Okay? And this is, starts out by, this report starts out by saying, acting more and more like a cheap version of Joseph Stalin or Hugo Chavez, increasingly drunk on his own personal perceived absolute power over U.S. citizens, Obama is now openly attacking we Americans and all of our institutions. <clears throat> his partial shutdown of the U.S. government, a.k.a. Obama Gov, has allowed him to affect us all, all manner of dark mischief against us, and he is laughing even more voraciously at us while he pretends to put on his serious face. As one angry park ranger put it, it's, cheap, it's a cheap way, way to deal with the situation. We have been told to make life as difficult as possible as we can, in other words, for anybody coming to the national parks, and it's disgusting. Uh, Catholic military priests, ever since the Catholic Church went against dictator and chief Obama over his abortion demands and Obamacare, uh, he has held a vendetta against it, have been told by Obama syndicate members that they will actually be arrested by his Gestapo if they attempt to minister to soldiers during the partial Obama-Gov shutdown. Now, I'm not for Catholic priests in any way, shape, or form, 
okay? But it's still a free country. And they're being told that they're going to be arrested by Obama's Gestapo if they attempt to minister <laughs> during, during the Obama shutdown. It's unbelievable. Veteran memorials have been shut down by Obama and his syndicate, while elderly veterans have been threatened with arrest if they do not comply with his dictator's commands. Access to other public sites have also been banned, including Mount Rushmore, where cones were placed in the streets to disallow Americans to even stop and take pictures. You can't take a picture of Mount Rushmore. This, con- this country's on, on shutdown, lockdown, even though it's only like 17% of the government. It's actually been shut down. And you, the American public, this is your fault, and you are going to be punished to the maximum extent possible. That is what Obama and his lackeys are are trying to do. They're just trying to induce as much suffering as possible over the shutdown to teach us all a lesson. You know? Because, again, here we have Satan giving us a morality lesson, evidently. More and more, I see more and more of this. And it's it's... I just can't not point it out. So access uh, to other sites have been banned. Uh, in New York City, vets were arrested because they visited the Vietnam Memorial. Um, the Obama doc, I mean, these are these are sites that don't really even need to be attended. All you have to do is walk in. It's not like, you know, you have to have a park ranger to show you around. No, 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 no. We're, we're going to deny you all access to these things because you need to be punished, essentially. Uh, the Obama, Obama Gov does not own these. We the people do. We pay the federal government to maintain them. Maybe it's time that our states begin taking them back and pay themselves to maintain their own national treasures and parks. Residents are being forced out of their homes, and in one case, over 70 families were ordered to vacate their homes built on federally maintained land by park rangers. Uh, one other thing I want to say before I forget this. Um, when this all happened... NASA didn't, they, they shut down to a very, very large extent their monitoring of the skies. Right at the same time, all this stuff is supposedly getting ready to go down with this comet Ison. Now, maybe nothing will come of that, okay? A lot of those have come and gone, nothing's come of it. But, it is kind of coincidental that NASA shuts down, like, to a huge, huge extent, and one of the things they do is, is, banning now or, or shutting down all monitoring of the, of the skies, which is where we were getting, I believe, the best images from on the ISIN. Okay? Kind of weird. And then, another thing. All these public shark, uh, sharks, parks, that have been shut down. What have I been talking a lot about lately? Like when I went to Gatlinburg and these types of things, and all of the nefarious things that they could be doing in public parks already, where they ban access to huge swaths of the parks and people that have actually ventured into certain sectors of national parks have been confronted by foreign troops and the rumor and you go to Gatlinburg and they're all foreign foreign, uh, like Ukrainian, Russian Eastern Bloc type people working there it's not my imagination I saw it with my own eyes everywhere we went where there were jobs that were not that did not require huge extensive knowledge bases of product lines, like service jobs, serving food, drinks, those types of things, things that, they were everywhere. They were all foreigners. And it wasn't just like they were just, you know, like, no, they were Eastern Bloc. And then you see all this stuff about, you know, the Russian book salesmen, or or these types of things that are being documented, 
which I've reported on in recent weeks. And then you hear about, well, there's obviously all of these foreign troops already on our soil waiting, just waiting to get the orders. And that they're putting them out in public, a lot of them to gather intel to, to, to probably observe Americans. So when it comes in, they can go in and blend in better or know how to interact with us better or whatever. It's nefarious. It's not good. That there's underground bases in these parks. It's a perfect cover. And there's huge parts that are off limits. Now, you shut the parks down. Well, how much more then could they do in a park that was shut down totally, where you don't have any access to it? Whereas before you might have had access to 80% of the park or whatever. Now you have none. Hmm, I wonder if that had anything to do with this shutdown. I haven't heard one person bring that last point up yet. Now, I'm not saying it because I think I'm whatever. I'm just saying, that was one of the first things that popped into my mind. I'm like, well, wow, we've been talking about the national parks. And now it's like, now they have the perfect opportunity to not even have to hide in them. They can come out and maybe really stage equipment for whatever's coming. Now, maybe that's not the case, but it would be the perfect opportunity to do it. All of this is theater that we're seeing right now. All of this shut down and, oh, Democrat against Republican and all of this garbage. It's all theater. They're all playing for the same satanic team. They're all two sides of the same wicked coin. Democrat, Republican, same coin. Two different sides. Heads or tails. Coke, Pepsi. Same deal. It's the Hegelian dialectic. Oh, there's this side against this side. Yes, are the Republican side more conservative views? Yes, but they're all sold out to Satan, especially at the highest levels. We're fighting for the American people. Yeah, right. Right. It's all theater. It's all for our, like, bread and circuses, for our benefit to be able to, oh, wow, they're wrangling over this and wrangling over that and this and that. Meanwhile, what do they have going on behind the curtain? What's the real reason for the shutdown? What's the real reason for these generals being fired over these, they were in charge of all these nuclear warheads? What's the real reason for Obamacare? What's the real reason they, you know, the parks now are shut down and NASA's not monitoring the skies anymore? Maybe nothing will come of that. I don't know. I'm just saying. Could. Perfect opportunity. What's the real reason we're seeing so much these statements by the CDC about H7N9 pandemics potentially, and then we see this thing in the thing where they can activate these nanorobots that they're saying is an 87.2% of the population, and, and by January it'll be like 90-some percent, 98% or whatever, by 2014. I'm sure there's no evil, nefarious, malevolent things going on here, you know. I mean, they're all above reproach, these these wonderful uh, people that we're dealing with here that are just totally satanically controlled. I mean, you know, nothing could go wrong there. So, going back to this article, um, rangers, by the way, uh, by the way, the residents pay the government for use of land, which is our, our land in the first place, so no matter if these people did not move. Many of them elderly, these were the 70 families that were ordered to vacate their homes on public land, 
if they did not move, were threatened with arrest by the Obama Gestapo members who had guns and ammo in hand. Then there is the incidents where heavily armed park rangers forced a bus full of foreign senior citizen tourists to leave Yellowstone National Park at gunpoint. This just happened as well. Note, for those of you on the left, uh, do you not see why the Second Amendment is so important? Probably not, but I thought I'd ask anyway. Anyway, that's the guy writing the article. But these are just a handful of the myriad of horror stories that have developed due to Obama's belief that he calls the shots on, and for everyone um, in the USA, all of them. There is no more three co-equal branches of government. Everything now is per Obama, and it belongs to him. Now remember, he's still a puppet on a string. Um, but yeah, it's all it's turning more and more and more into a dictatorship is the point they're trying to make here. This is what a dictatorship looks, smells, sounds, and tastes like. This is what the USA has become. All of this is about Obama, and as yet, his unquenchable thirst for power over all of us. He is a dictator, and each day his commands become more despotic. The criminal beings now occupying our White House believe they now control us, and at their whim, mandate us to do anything and everything they say. They also believe they have proved it by ramming Obamacare, which is not health care at all, down all of our throats. Now, let's talk about what's been going on lately now with the whole good old EBT food stamp system here. um, Where we have food stamps recipients panic as federal EBT system crashes, government IT systems rapidly unraveling. Uh, This is from Natural News Mike Adams, and he says, I've often said the 72 hours after... The EBT cards stop working. Every U.S. city will collapse into chaos. 72 hours. That's all it's going to take. It didn't even take that long in this case for, for things to start unraveling. Okay. Welfare, EBT, food stamp recipients. Okay. This is what we're talking about here. Now, if somebody has an EBT card, some of my listeners or whatever, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the people that are going to be the ones going nuts, riding in the streets, looting, pillaging, going nuts, stealing, killing. These are the ones I'm in reference to. Okay, In case you're not familiar with the term EBT cards, they are basically digital food stamps. Nearly 50 million Americans are right now using EBT cards. I mean, 50 million plus Americans, EBT, they're dependent on the government for their food. This is not where you want to be. Okay? You don't want to be dependent on Satan for anything. I'm just saying. Pray, fast, whatever. God can provide a way is all I'm saying. I'm not saying he couldn't provide a way through it. But I'm just saying that the more wicked our government gets, the less dependent you want to be on that wickedness. That's just good advice I'm giving you. Not saying it because I'm trying to be mean. It's just I care enough or I love you enough to tell you the truth. I'm giving you good advice. Guaranteed I'm giving you good advice. How dependent on Satan do you want to be? Is the question you have to ask yourself. Okay, a little bit dependent on Satan or totally dependent? It's getting, it's just, I'm serious. It's getting to the point where that's the thing. I mean, that's what the mark of the beast is all about. Total dependency, totally giving in to Satan. He's never going to be satisfied 
until he takes everything. You give Satan an inch, he's going to take a mile. You get a benefit from Satan, there's a big price. The 501c3 churches are getting ready to find out about this when good old Satanic Caesar calls in the chips. And they're required to go and turn in their own congregations and use their own churches as mass vaccination centers and use their own churches as, as places where, you know, hey, they have a benefit from the IRS and from the government that gave them their ability to exist, these 501c3 churches and variants of them. You, you got this benefit. You got subsidies from the government. You got the ability to have your, your, um, your tithers in there taking it off on their taxes, on their IRS taxes, so they could write it off. Now there's going to come the price to pay. They already got the clergy response team set up where, where the government's already secretly yoked up with so many of these 501c3 pastors. I've been told you about that for years, man. They're, they're, they're going to be, uh, you know, come on. Yeah, and they're, and they're going to be telling um, the police who are the ones in the church that has the guns, who are the ones that are pro-Second Amendment, pro-prepper, who are the ones that are against vaccinations. They're going to be using these places as vaccination staging centers, as pickup points for the FEMA buses as they come to take you to the FEMA camps. That's how your good old 501c3 pastor, I'm not saying maybe yours personally, but a ton of them, that's what their job's going to be. That's what they're going to be required to do. Hey, Romans 13 says obey the government, right? Do whatever they say, even if it's wicked and totally evil, even if they represent Satan, right? It doesn't matter as long as what they tell you to do because they're a force for good. What if they're a blatant force for evil like it's become? Does Romans 13 apply then? Well, yes, because even if they're a blatant force for evil, we still need to do what they say. Okay, so I would rather obey God and the word of God rather than man, though. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord, as Joshua said. So that doesn't apply anymore. You just obey man, because evidently, whatever man says, whatever the wicked, evil government says, that overrides the Bible. That makes a lot of sense as a Christian. I mean, that makes total sense to me. You know, I'm sold. Where do I sign up? And just saying, you know, you're going to have to, at some point, you know, if you're in that position, make a decision about that. And that whole 501c3 system is just right on the same rail track going to the same destination as all the other 501c3 cults and other religions out there. It's called the one world religion under Antichrist and false prophet. Same same train. Maybe just some of them are further down the track. They're all going to have to either make a decision to either get off or, um, you know, real soon, the sooner the better. Unregistered Baptist Fellowship with Dr. Dixon and Barbara Cate is probably the best and you can find them online, just key in unregisteredbaptistfellowship.com. They've probably got the best system I know of to get out of, the, uh, out of that system. Because it's not easy. It's not like the government would want you to do this. Okay, um, I've never been any of those designations. I'm just a watchman on the wall. That's it. I refuse. In fact, the, the last church I left, that was one of the biggest reasons I ended up leaving. Because they, they were like, yeah, we're going to do it any day. We're going to get out of there. Yeah, right, never happened. And so God made it so unbearable for me in that environment that, you know, I've said that story before, what ended up happening. Um, after I preached a teaching on Xmas, Christmas Exposed, I had one of the most unstable, demon-possessed, drug-addicted, psychotrophic, well, these SSRI drugs, guys rebuked me from the pulpit that night. 
And then I got up and rebuked him in front of the whole church. Taylor was there. She saw it. <laughs> oh, I'd do it all over again in a heartbeat. That was my last dance with the old 501c3 corporate church. I was done. God had made it so unbearable for me in that environment. It was the best thing I ever did. This ministry would not be here if it wasn't for me walking out that day. Sometimes God will make it just totally unbearable for you in order to get your attention. So you get out of a situation. Best thing that ever happened to me. Since I've been a Christian, really. I mean, I'm not going to compare it to getting saved, but I'm just saying it's what was the springboard for me to finally get off my hind in and actually start talking about these current events and how they relate to the end times, you know, Bible and end times biblical things. So, I did it a long time. I'm not telling you to do something I haven't already done a long time ago. You know, years and years and years. So, but what about forsaking the fellowship with... You know what? I would rather be, um, you know, united or divided in truth than united in error. Are we... Okay, well, they're... Okay, well, I don't see any Bible for it. You've literally got an institution that was created by the IRS and the government. You're telling me that can't, that's not affecting the church spiritually? It has to be. If we all saw what was going on with 501c3 corporate churches yoked up with the IRS, which is one of the most wicked factions of the government, which will be the very same faction in charge of the uh, Obamacare, if we saw on a spiritual standpoint what's going on, the dynamic, if we had our spiritual eyes open, we'd be horrified. You know? Well, you can't see that. You can't see that. Unless, you know, you got your third eye open. I don't advise that. So anyway, I I don't want to rant anymore about that because I've done many teachings on that. If you want to know more about that subject, key in 501c3 at contendingfortruth.com. I've done many studies on that subject. Uh, So, anyway, let's go further here. Um, on this light-hearted little study we're doing today. Um, <clears throat> okay, so, nearly 50 million Americans right now are using EBT cards, which are automatically refilled each month with welfare money. The government doesn't have that it prints out of thin air, increasing the national debt. Under Obama, food stamp enrollees have exploded. The annual usage statistics for food stamps are found here. There's a link you can click on. Um, but you can't see them because under Obama administration's contrived shutdown theater, the USDA.gov website has been taken offline. Note, of course, that the food stamp program itself is still online, thereby proving there really isn't a government shutdown, as claimed by Obama. I think it's like a 17% shutdown on the government. It act like it's, it's all shut down. Of course, their private golf courses and their private gyms and their private whatever and their jets and all, all that's still going. Any, anybody in, in that, you know, it's, it's, it's the other ones that would affect the general public. That's what they're going to shut down. To, to make the general public suffer as much as possible because they need to be public uh, punished, you know. So, 
if you really want to see the data, you have to go to the private website like this one that shows the annual food stamp enrollment from 1975 to 2012. There's a link there. Uh, there, there you can clearly see the explosion of food stamps under Obama, who has more than doubled the number of Americans on the program. They want to establish a population that is not only sick, weak, dumbed down, but totally dependent on Big Brother. They do not want you having any type of independence at all. Energy independence, financial independence, nothing. They want you to be so locked into their satanic grid system that you can't even see straight. That's their goal. Food stamps are a huge part of that. Them shipping all the jobs overseas and destroying the um, so much of the jobs here and all of the things they've done to destroy jobs and ship them overseas, that's a huge part of all of this. It's all being done by design, to totally annihilate and eradicate the middle class of America, to have an ultra-elite and an ultra-poor class. The ultra-poor class will be wiped out and annihilated, for the most part, eventually. And then those that are left over will be the slaves and the servants to the ultra-elite, after the population has been reduced 90 to 95%, according to Georgia Guidestone's parameters to reduce world population of 500 million. Some have said we need to reduce world population to maybe uh, 1 billion, 2 billion, 3 billion, whatever. We're talking massive, massive amounts of deaths here in order to achieve that. So, going further, EBT system craters across 17 states. Today, the EBT system crashed hard, causing food stamp beneficiaries across 17 states to be unable to buy their cupcakes, donuts, diet sodas, and other junk foods that keep these keep them diseased and obese. Yes, food stamp money is primarily used to buy processed junk food. Okay, this is Mike Adams from the health the health ranger naturalnews.com writing this, so he has a unique perspective on this. While the system is now up and running, beneficiaries in the 17 affected states continue to experience connectivity issues to access their benefits, stated a food stamp official in the AP story. The IT backbone of the US federal empire is unraveling today's um, is unraveling in today. Okay, sorry, I wanted to make sure I was reading that right. Okay, so today's failure of the EBT card system is yet more evidence that the U.S. empire is rapidly falling apart. The disastrous launch of healthcare.gov proved yet again that the Obama administration is incapable of competently managing a simple R&D development project. So, so much of the computer software, in other words, that's being written for these ultra-disgustingly corrupt programs is so flawed and and just incapable of accommodating the masses that are trying to get on these sites and so corrupt with bad code that it's all and I think it's wonderful. I hope it all implodes. I really do. I I, I don't want wickedness to succeed. We're gonna talk about that today. We're gonna talk about that absolute total concept because um anyway, that's a little bit later though. Let's go further here. And it's not that I mean I don't want people to be fed, okay? I'm not saying that. But I don't want wickedness to prosper. And this is all incrementally bringing us to the one world, new world order under Antichrist. All of these incremental things that they're trying to do here. So, the disastrous launch of healthcare.gov proved yet again that the Obama administration utterly incapable. 
rather than trying to help Americans becoming more and more independent and self-reliant, Obama's worked hard to put as many people on social welfare programs as possible, vastly expanding the role of government to the point where millions of Americans no longer have any concept of having a job or supporting themselves. And when you get in that position, you start thinking it's owed you. You do. You'll start thinking it's owed you, for the most part. Particularly if that's all you've ever known. I owe, I'm owed this. These illegal aliens, they pour over the border, they give them all this free garbage. I mean, just, you know, tons and tons of all kind of free stuff and benefits, free healthcare, free this, free that. Well, I, I must be owed it. All these people that are on welfare and this, and, and maybe that's all they've ever known. Huge swaths of the population. This is all they've ever known. Well, I must be owed this. I deserve this. You know what you deserve? You deserve death and hell. Apart from Jesus Christ. That's all any of us deserve. Apart from Jesus Christ. is death and hell. That's it. God doesn't owe you anything. And I'm talking to the people that think they're owed it. I'm not talking to my listeners. I'm talking to the people that really genuinely think that they're entitled. And they're owed it. I understand. Yes, there's exceptions. Okay, somebody born with a disability or, or whatever. Okay, I'm not saying, but I'm talking about people that are just flagrantly proud and think that they're owed and entitled in this world. If this is all you ever know, it's human nature. If you let somebody get away with something, they're going to keep doing it. It's human nature. Let your child... Let them just keep getting away with a particular sin. You think they're going to stop doing that sin? It's human nature to keep doing it. Most of us will not police ourselves, particularly children. The Bible talks about the, the, you know, that folly being bound up in the heart of a child, but the rod of correction will drive them far from it. Okay? Discipline. Self-discipline. And then we get to a point where we, where the Bible talks about if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. We need to be analyzing our own selves. Everybody, most people will not do that. They do not want to judge themselves, analyze themselves. And this is why behavior will start to, de- to degenerate in people when they don't police themselves. And most people won't. They're going to do what they can get away with. A lot of people. And it's becoming worse and worse and worse in that regard. Not everybody, but a lot of people. So they live their lives. And I would say disproportionate amount on these EBT cards are surely going to do that because they've been given all of these things and they're totally dependent on the government and they think they're entitled to it. And whatever they can get away with, they're going to try to get away with. And if you don't believe that, stay tuned because I've got a lot more to cover on this subject. As an example of this, the AP quotes a cashier named Eliza Shook, who said, It's been terrible. It's just, it's just been some angry folks. That's a lot of what folks depend on. It's just been some angry folks. That's what a lot of folks... Okay, I don't know what that means, but... And that's true. Without EBT cards, millions of Americans have no way to feed themselves. They depend entirely on the government just to put food on their table, so when the government fails them, then they panic. Now... Please bear in mind, this is just a small, little, tiny sliver of what we've got coming in this country. This is why I have long held that that the day America collapses into chaos is the day when EBT cards go offline and stay offline for at least 72 hours. Technically, that's three days, of course, but you get my point. Uh, I'm sure all these people practice a lot of fasting 
you know, a lot of self-discipline crucifying of the flesh. Not to say that I'm Mr. Kingpin in that regard either. Okay, but I have fasted. I know what it's, you know, obviously we've done that even on in this ministry. But <laughs> you have people without food and they start to go hungry. Oh boy, you're going to see a whole other side of humanity. <laughs> None of us even know. And then you compound that with a whole bunch of other cataclysmic things going on at the same time. It's going to be really horrific. Uh, the, the day the U.S. government collapses in default is fast approaching. Because an exponential rise in debt cannot be sustained, at some point the U.S. government will simply collapse into financial default. Print money out of thin air forever? Sure. Let's run, let's ru- let's run the company country off monopoly money. We'll just keep printing monopoly money forever. QE to infinity, quantitative easing to infinity, and nothing could ever go wrong with that. There's nothing backing any of the monopoly money. There's no gold, there's no silver. There hasn't been for a long, 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 long time. But we're just going to run the country off our good faith and credit. And, and that, that monopoly money, it's it's just as good as any as gold and silver, and even though there's been nothing backing it for decades, you know. Nothing could go wrong with that scenario. Soon after... The financial default martial law will have to be declared in every major U.S. city to quell the riots. Imagine 50 million Americans, dependent on the government, going hungry and realizing that their welfare food credits aren't going to be available anymore. You're on your own, and you're in the inner city. And you begin to get an idea of why cities will be nearly impossible to survive when this chaos hits. Okay, so now in relation to this report, we also have, this This report just came out, entitled, Top Bankers Warn of Dire Consequences if USA Defaults. Three of the world's most powerful bankers warned of terrible consequences if the United States defaults on its debt. With Deutsche Bank chief executive claiming default would be utterly catastrophic. Now, we're just talking about uh, financial default would be the thing that launched us into most likely a uh, martial law type scenario. So, the Deutsche Bank chief executive said this would be a very very rapidly spreading fatal disease at a conference hosted by, and this is last Saturday evidently, at an Institute of International Finance in Washington. He then went on to say, I have no recommendations for this audience about putting band-aids on a gaping wound. Uh, and then there were three other, two other guys um, that were, one was J.P. Chase, chief executive and chairman, another one was chairman of BNP Parabas, and they said a default would have a dramatic consequence on the value of U.S. debt and the dollar, and likely would plunge the world into another recession. The U.S. Treasury Department has said it expects to max out its borrowing authority next week, and it won't be able to prioritize payments on the U.S. debt over obligations like Social Security. So, I think this is like, the with this shutdown, you're starting to see things that, early signs of things they're not going to fund. Things that would be optional for the New World Order. National parks, things like that nature. And then things like, um, well, Social Security, um, 
pensions to veterans, things like that. I, I think that's what you're going to start to see. Um, the things they're going to cut, you know, obviously the first things that would least affect the new world order in any way, shape, or form. So this is what we're looking at here. Now <clears throat> the next one, next report. EBT system goes down. Obama voters threaten mass riots. With EBT card food stamp programs shutting down nationwide on Saturday, the class of America suddenly got much closer for one million of Americans who are dependent upon the government to survive one single day, just one day, without the EBT card, and Twitter has exploded with outrage over the shutdown. Imagine what an extended period of time without government assistance might look like if this is indeed the beginning of the collapse that Americans have been waiting for. How quickly things can suddenly spiral out of control. Uh, one of the remarks on Twitter said, Cuz, cuz, lock your doors, load your guns. They cut off the EBT cards nationwide. They voted for Obama for the free stuff. Now the free stuff isn't happening, so they riot. Today the EBT system went down in several states due to a computer glitch. The Obama voters are going nuts on Twitter. I think these are all beta tests. I don't think any of this is by accident. I think they're doing it. I think the Obama administration is doing this to gauge what's going to happen if they just have little glitches. So they so they can better, um, I don't know, maybe prepare for <clears throat> what they're going to be dealing with. And they just got a tiny sampling of this. And it's been like just utter, total chaos over this um <clears throat> obama voters are going nuts on twitter threatening mass rioting <laughs> we want more free stuff you how dare you cut off our free stuff <laughs> i love it this is free government money gone bad and exactly what's wrong with this com- com- country according to wood tv nbc8 they say um several states were affected by the glitch the USDA released a statement saying EBD cards in a number of states have temporarily stopped working today due to a technical issue that the vendor that serves these states is experiencing. The vendor is working to fix the issue. Now, I believe it's been fixed for the most part, but then again, I, I'm going to report on some other things. I just saw breaking um, <clears throat> today, so I don't know. We'll see. Um, I haven't even, I actually put that into the report because I had to stop the study last night and continue it today. I just... I just ran out of steam after part one. I think it was so horrific, and I'm like, I want to be my best if I'm trying to do these studies. So, or I mean, not to say I'm whatever, but um, just be at my best, you know. And so I had to continue it today, which is Monday. And then I saw more stuff on the front page of Drudge Report today that I, I've already copied and pasted in here, but I actually haven't even looked at it yet. So that's coming up after this report. I'm gonna try to get it all in here. Now, here's some tweets. Um, and there, I tried to eliminate any of the tweets that were outward cussing because you can't modify them. These are like captures of pictures, but some of them infer, like this first one, infer um, cuss words. Okay, so there is some rough language. This is one from Daddy. He says, EBT is down. There's about to be a blankety-blank riot fill in the blanks next one guy says people gonna riot at acme i don't know maybe that's a grocery store another guy named mr lee says they're trying be trying be funny cutting ebt food stamps in cleveland ohio well a hungry man enough 
well, a hungry enough man will kill government shutdown 13. This slime bag, after one stinking day, <laughs> hungry man enough gonna kill. Like, he should be entitled, evidently, to all the food he gets to be free, evidently. The Bible says, if a man will not work, he shall not, then he, he, then he shall not eat. That's a biblical premise. So this whole welfare system is really unbelievably flawed. I'm not saying there's not exceptions, but it shouldn't be the norm either. Okay? Here, here's a guy, here's a devil, that's saying, you know, he's ready to kill one day of a glitch. Here's another one. Just came back from Walmart. Peep, and people, EBT card's not working. They looking sick. I mean, they, 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 people can't even write. It's like they're incoherent. People looking sick. Okay. Another one. Um, <clears throat> my friend posted on Facebook that we now can't use our EBT card. Are they going to starve us now? Are they going to starve us? We're going to starve because of this. Please help us. One day, a glitch, not even in every state, and people are freaking out this bad. This is how pathetic the American populace is. So, I mean, huge swaths of them are. Not everybody. I'm not talking to my listeners. I'm just talking about Americans in general. Here's another one. Teresa McCree, she says, really, EBT system shut down, so now needy families starve? Starve. They're starving after one day. Like a day of fasting. I mean, do you have just enough for one day of food in your house? That's why the Bible says, the prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. And it says, go to the ant. Consider its ways. It stores up its food in the summer so that it has plenty to eat in winter. I'm paraphrasing, but that's essentially what it says. No, you need to live day by day. Don't have anything in reserve. Eat, gorge everything you've got every day. Use it all up so then you'll really be dependent on Satan. That's, that's, that's smart. That's what we need to do. So now needy families starve because Congress can't play together in the sandbox. Oh boy. None of you should be reelected. Oh boy. Not that doesn't include Obama though, I'm sorry. Now you're getting racist. Well, I'm just saying. I'm I'm sorry, but I, the the blacks in general, not all but in general, disproportionately, I hear them calling to talk shows. I see the posts they post. This is not mine. Obama's still not wrong. He's still, we're, we're just the white man's against the Obama. It's all of this racial garbage that, you know, people are buying into. Like, like, like I, I don't, because I'm against, I was against Bush too. I don't care who's in there doing evil. I'm going to be against it. Because he's black, though, no, he gets about 800 free passes. I'm not saying everybody, but a ton of them. I think there were whites that did the same thing with Bush, to a certain extent. 
and still do. Oh, Bush was was it, see, was it wasn't it so much better under Bush? That guy's Illuminati through and through, totally. I'm not going to give him a free pass either. Wherever I see evil, I expose it. Period. Black, red, green, yellow, whatever. I don't care. So here's the next one. Nationwide EBT shut down. Folks can't eat. Oh, they can't eat. One day of this. This is all about to be kind of bad. Folks about to riot. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It's like the most immature little devil crybabies that all of a sudden they don't have their baba. They don't have their government big brother Baba to suck on, okay, their bottle, and you know what, we're going to go nuts, we're going to riot, we're going to kill, we're going to do whatever it takes, (laughs) one day, one day, these are a hardy bunch, you know, this is the, this is the principle this country was founded on all the way, here's the next one, Julietta Ames, she says, almost a riot in Aldi, now that's a, grocery store, because EBT is down. Almost a riot. Not leaving the house again. (laughs) One day. Oh, my word. And then one guy says, one commenter named Mino says, welfare recipients using their smartphones to tweet about rioting over losing their food stamps. Classic. (laughs) Yeah, I've reported on that before, too. Now, this is the scene that kept playing in my head as I read these quotes. I, I remember this one scene. Not like I, I go around watching Spongebob or whatever, but from the past, I remember this one scene from Spongebob that kept playing through my head over this whole thing. And it's Patrick. Mr. <laughs> Dumb, Selfish Patrick. And him and Spongebob go out and they, um, they strike out on their own. Okay, And they've got two candy bars between them. Okay? And um, Patrick says, you, you took my only source of food, now I'm going to starve. So I'm just going to play this little clip in honor of these little infantile, um, uh, baby, unbelievable, immature tweets that I just read. Where people are ready to riot and some kill after one day of an EBT glitch that didn't even take place universally across America. This is, this is, what I'm trying to do is get you to understand the state of things. If people are, are that unhinged over something this trivial and this little, over one day, imagine what one month would it be like after one month, or one year. Think Road Warrior on steroids, essentially, that scenario. So here's Patrick and Spongebob here, so tiny, tiny little clip here. I just couldn't help but play this. Oh, my candy bar! No, I didn't. Oh, so that's how it is, huh? Once a thief, always a... So he accuses Spongebob of taking his candy bar, and he's got candy, the chocolate, all around his mouth that he just ate. He just ate Spongebob's, or he ate his own, and now he's accusing, accusing Spongebob of taking the one he just ate. <laughs> okay, this is how immature Patrick is. You ate yours. This is mine. You took my only food. Now I'm gonna starve. Here, Patrick. Just take half of mine. 
So then it pans down to Patrick's big, gigantic, varicose vein-ridden, pendulous gut. And he says, you took my only source of food. Now I'm going to starve. He's got enough gut on him to probably live another year just in fat calories alone. So it reminded me of that because all these people are like, we're going to starve. We're going to starve any second. Our families are all going to starve. One, not even a full day of glitches. And they're already talking this way. Oh, we are a hearty lot in America, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. We're ready, baby. We're, we're ready to take it on the chin. I can't even imagine. I, I can't even imagine what it's going to be like. I really can't. I'm sorry, I have to mix some, some humor and sarcasm into this because um, the only other option is like just anger, really, really righteous, indignant anger. So this reminded me of the end time preparedness prepper mega study that I did, part two. And I give you the link here. And part two is when the music stops, how America's cities may explode in violence. This will give you a much more like, okay, let's say this is like, not one day of this. This is like if this was going to be like a permanent thing. Let's say into it for two, three, four weeks or, or longer. This is how it may develop and play out. Also the concept of biblical resistance to tyranny. Which is also something that comes up with this subject. Do we just lay down and let the looters and the rioters break into our house and rape our, our wives and our our daughters, and, and kill us and take all of Is that biblical to do that? You know? If the Bible talks about if a man provideth not for his own house, he is worse than an infidel and has denied the faith. Worse than an infidel. That's pretty bad. What is the word providing? The word providing, part of the context of that word means protecting as well. Okay, it's one thing to turn the other cheek, one-on-one stuff. Okay, I get that. But it's another thing to protect your family. Okay, and I don't think you're doing Satan or you're doing God any favors by letting them come in, rape, steal, kill, commit further sins. You're letting them commit sins when you do that. If you stop them from committing sins and you stop them from committing further sins, I don't see how that's unbiblical. So... Anyway, I get into that whole thing, and then also the last part of this is black mob violence in the in the big media silence, the big list of racial attacks, unbelievably lopsided black on white or black on Asian or black on whatever racial attacks. These are racial attacks. Whereas I'm I'm accused as a white person of being racist just because I would even bring this up. This unbelievably disproportionate list of black on white, black on Asian, black on whatever racial attacks. I'm, I've had many, many listeners leave since I started bringing this stuff up. Am I therefore be, become your enemy because I tell you the truth? And so many of them say, well, you brought us over here. I didn't bring you over on the slave boats. This was hundreds or whatever of years ago. And it's like that's supposed to give the black race a free pass to do all of this wickedness and evil. Now, I'm not saying all of them do it, obviously. I'm not talking about my black listeners are good black. You know what I mean? 
there's white trash people that are going to be doing this as well. I'm just saying there's been a disproportionate, documented movement, particularly as of late, for black-on-white crime. And do you think this is going to get better or worse when the EBT cards stop working? Kill Whitey Night at the Iowa State Fair, or beat Whitey Night. That's okay. If there were any whites out there doing the exact same thing in today's day and age, it would be front-page news, though. Yeah, but what about the Ku Klux Klan of old and these and that? Yes, back in the in those times when the Ku Klux Klan was in power, they did some absolutely, totally horrific things to particularly black men and the black population at large. That's wrong, too. It's all wrong. But I don't care where I see evil. I'm going to point it out. Whether it is politically correct, whether it offends people, or not, I have to point it out. If it was my race doing the exact opposite thing, beat Black Knight, beat Blacky Knight, or whatever, at a thing, I'd point that out as well. But it's so disproportionate now. I am not going to not report on it. I am not going to not report on when some Muslim slime bag takes it, uh, some 44-year-old Muslim slime bag takes an 8-year-old girl and essentially, supposedly marries her, rapes her on the wedding night, and kills her due to internal bleeding. I'm not going to not report on that. Well, that would be offensive for a Muslim to hear that, wouldn't it? Yes, it would. Don't you say anything. You, 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 we're a religion of peace. Yeah, that's why you go around and behead and kill and your Quran says that's fine to do because we're all infidels. I don't care where I see evil. I will expose it as long as God gives me breath to do it and a platform to do it. I'm going to do it. And whatever for the repercussions. I don't care. I really don't care. My life is not a popularity contest. So, you know, I'm sorry if it's offensive to some people, but I'm not going to stop it. So, anyway... I think it's. I think. It, I think what aggravates me about more than anything is that the audacity that some people would want me to stop it because it's not politically correct. And I can report on all other manner, manner of evil, but don't you touch this one subject because that's near and dear to me. That's my. That's my. Uh, that's my area. You, you're you're stepping on my toes now. <laughs> Whatever. So, I'm not going to make apologies for exposing evil. Bottom line is what it boils down to. And I've taken a lot of flack over this black-on-white crime lately. A lot from a lot of different listeners. And, and I'm sorry, you know. You were evidently under a false premise that I wasn't going to expo- that I was going to not touch that subject for one reason or another. I expose evil wherever I see it. Period. Evil is evil. I don't care if it's white on black, black on white, red on yellow, whatever. It don't matter. I'm going to expose it. Because if I don't, then what does that make me? Spineless? Compromiser? What if I don't? Oh, I'm getting all this flack. Huh. Then I'm, like, I'm no better than any other 501c3 shill out there. Did Jesus hold back on the Pharisees and Sadducees? Was he popular for his stance 
on that particular subject? No, I mean, so much so that they crucified him. You know, he comes into Jerusalem one day and they're throwing palm branches down and proclaiming him king of kings. And then, you know, not too long later, they're crucifying him. Goes into the money changers and overturns their, exposes the, the, the false religious leaders of the day for the, for the uh, Jewish people. The Pharisees, Sadducees, the scribes and these types of, and then ends up getting crucified. Because he opens his mouth. Because he exposes evil. So, anyway. Um, I'm going to have to end this part because I'm so far over on time. And I'm going to have to just pick this up in the next part three and then we'll, uh, We'll continue on. So God bless you, and we'll see you in part three.